0: Alhamdulillah, assalatu wassalamu ala alayhi wa alayhi wa ashabihi wa man wala wa ba'id My dear brothers, one of our dear brothers sent me a quote from Ibn Qudamah al-Maqdisi, r.a. One of the great scholars of Palestine and of the Summa who among his teachers was Shaykh Abdul Khadir Jilani from Baghdad and Ibn al-Jawzi and his most famous book is a book called Al-Mughni which is in ten volumes and, and many other books in several volumes he said something very profound and he said that a man who is floating on a plank in the middle of the ocean, you know somebody whose ship is sank, whose ship sank in a storm and he is left with a, he is just floating in the middle of the ocean on a piece of wood, a man floating on a plank in the middle of the ocean is no more in need of the mercy and kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than somebody who is sitting in his house surrounded by his wealth and his children. He said the man floating on the sea Needs the mercy and the kindness and rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Just as much as the man who is sitting Apparently secure in his house Surrounded by his family and surrounded by his wealth That man is no more in need than this man They are both equally in need Of the mercy and kindness of Allah subhanahu wa (coughs) ta'ala It's a beautiful quote Because it teaches us the value and the importance of tawakkul allah And only the one who has tasted the tawakkul of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can actually give up material wealth. Giving up means both spending it in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and even more importantly and which comes before the spending is to take it out out from his heart. There are many people who claim not to have any love for the dunya in their heart. But what we claim has no meaning, has no value. What has value is what our actions show And the love for the dunya has no relation also And has nothing to do with how much wealth you have Somebody can be very poor and be completely in love with the dunya It doesn't mean that if you are poor that you do not love the dunya You are poor because of circumstances Because you could not get enough dunya You can be poor and be in love with the dunya And you can be wealthy and have no love for the dunya and vice versa, you can be wealthy and have a lot of love for the dunya. And that one is usually the more, more the case, where people have wealth and then they cling to that wealth. And they do not want to spend that in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I remind myself in you to reflect on this and to see what we are doing to attract this mercy and kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or whether we are so feeling so secure in our homes and amongst our families that we feel that we don't really need Allah. No Muslim will actually say that. But once again, the actions speak louder than the words. So, tawakkul on asbab is shirk. Tawakkul on the asbab is shirk. And the essence of tawheed is tawakkul ala Allah Is to have faith and to have tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu alone And that's why I thought this quote of Ibn Qudama, rahmatullah alayh, was so appropriate And uh, of course he learnt from the best of them And his teachers are among those whose names we take with great honor and with great respect and so he learned well and he taught well. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill his grave and the graves of his teachers and his students with, with Noor. And to be pleased with them. And to enable us to learn these lessons. The lesson of Tawakkul, the lesson of seeking the pleasure and kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the way to do that is to make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to live a life of forgetfulness A life where we do not remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Even for a second, even for a minute The best of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is salah And therefore we increase our salawat We increase our nawafil The farayad of course we pray But increase of nawafil Is a means of getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Make sajda and come close In Surah Al-Iqra Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said Make sajda and come close And that's why we Must do this Increase the number of sujood kasratu sujood Also among the best ways of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-Qur'an and therefore, make it a make it a habit, a <coughs> conscious habit, not an unconscious habit to read Qur'an every day And compare it, have some sense of proportion because people read You say, I read one Ruku, huh? one Ruku is what, one paragraph? And then you say, compare that to the amount of television you watched Compare that to the amount of whatever else you did how much time did you spend in that? Ideally you should not be spending any time at all in those things. Total ghaflat, total ghaflat, total uh, you know moving away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best that can be said by about some of these things that, is that are is, is ghaflat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best that can be said. Yeah? For example if you take uh, the latest fad. It seems to have affected all the Muslims everywhere Is the following of football hmm? World Cup So football fans People wear football They say they are supporters of this club and that club And they wear those uh, club logo shirts and so on Which they buy at great cost uh, you, have, you have to account to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that money believe me You are going to account for the money you spend on an Arsenal shirt, or whatever, which are the other clubs? Once says, we are going to account for that, that this is the money we spent on this shirt. And then we spend time watching those matches, either we spend a lot of money to go and watch it live, and become part of the collective insanity in a stadium, screaming and yelling and shouting over a ball being kicked around in a field. Uh, Somebody has sent me this morning a picture of uh, one of the stands in a a football match of people yelling and screaming and jumping up and down. And he said, if only there was so much passion for something which was really worthwhile. (laughs) This is so true. He said, I wish there was so much passion for something which was really worthwhile. How many people are yelling and screaming and jumping up and down and showing passion and passionate support for the fact that there are people who are dying of starvation, showing passionate support for the fact that there are widows and uh, women who have no support in this world, showing passionate support for what is happening in Palestine. You don't see passionate support for that. You see passionate support for a ball being kicked around in a field. And Muslims have no shame in participating in that. No shame in being part of that collective insanity and collective madness. Seriously ask yourself this question. What if at the end of that scream you let out all your breath in that scream yelling for your favorite football club or football star? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides not to send back that breath And you drop dead in the stands of of a football match Eh? Imagine that And as I said, the best that can be said about this I'm not saying it is haram That is for the muftiin to say But the point is that It's not an issue of fatwa, it's an issue of taqwa it's the issue of love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the issue of, of doing to nafs and cleaning your, your heart from all of this nonsense and saying that how can I indulge in something which takes me away from the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if somebody is, is going to tell me that the Muslims who are jumping up and down in a football match are also doing zikr at the same time, I say I will say alhamdulillah that we are surrounded by awliya Allah. Subhanallah, ajib Seriously, seriously, let us ask ourselves This question, what are we doing to attract the mercy and kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When He has kept us well, when He has kept us happy We are not floating on a plank in the sea We are sitting happily amongst our families In the midst of our resources and wealth What is it that we are doing to attract the mercy of Allah Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if He wants to wake us up and if He wants to force us to worship Him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do that, believe me. Allah can do that. All it needs is one little click and you will be in in sajda in one second. And you will not raise your head from that sajda and you will be weeping and crying. Oh Allah, save me from from this musibah. Oh Allah, save me from this problem. Allah can make you do that. Don't make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala force you into that, Go into that voluntarily. Go into that because you love Allah. Go into that of shukr. Otherwise Allah will send you into a that of hajat where you will scream and yell and, 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 and weep tears because of the musibah that has descended on your head. Then you will remember Allah. Don't put yourself in that situation. I remind myself and you, let us not put ourselves in that situation. Ensure that we are in sujood before Allah. Ensure that we live a life where we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ensure that we live a life where we are constantly in sujood, in shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A sajda literally as in putting your head on the ground. And a sajda figuratively as in living a life which is completely in obedience to the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the sunnah of his messenger Muhammad sallallahu wa wa Stay away from all these pursuits of collective insanity stay away from all these pursuits which take you away from the zikr of Allah fear Allah before you spend money on these nonsensical things which only make other people rich fear Allah before you turn on your television and sit and watch all these matches because that is what is called prime TV and it makes somebody else very rich because you are stupid enough to give away your life for nothing Let us not live lives like sheep, let us live lives as human beings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not make you and me a sheep, he made us human beings. So, let us live like human beings, let us not live like sheep. Every other sheep does the same thing, we also do the same thing. Let us exercise the judgment that Allah has given us and consciously choose to do what we do and ensure that when we make that choice, we make that choice only and only to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter who else it displeases. Who cares about displeasing a bunch of sheep? Who cares what sheep think anyway? Right? Forget about this, trying to please sheep. Please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalalu. And the sheep will automatically be pleased with you, not that it matters one way or the other anyway. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to do that which is pleasing to Him. And to save us from doing anything which displeases Him, and to help us to live our lives thoughtfully, so that when we face Him, we will not be ashamed to stand before Him.